Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United, I'm your host Matthew and today discussing the 3-1 defeat away to Aston Villa in the Premier League. Um, what do I say about this game? Obviously we were very very poor across the board. Um, I will still be doing player ratings, I've still got some different ratings to give to certain players and uh, specific things to say about uh, certain players. Um... See, some people would look at this game and say, okay, this type of performance happens to every team. You know, you'd look at somebody like Aston Villa and you'd possibly think you're expected to win this game, but it doesn't mean you're going to. And part of that is kind of the beauty of the Premier League um, of like, okay, if you look at Nottingham Forest or Fulham or Aston Villa or Brentford, when you think of the big teams, you know, Chelsea, City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, whoever, you kind of think, oh, we'll just get that game out of the way. And I almost feel as if the players possibly thought that. The team itself, as a whole, I'm not pointing out individuals yet, the team as a whole seemed to physically approach this game with a very, very lacklustre sort of this will be easy. Um, what's quite interesting about this actually as well is we've got a particular history with uh, Unai Emery who's their, their new um, manager obviously Gerard was sacked I think a few weeks ago or something and he took over um, obviously he's had I can't, remember, I can't remember if it was Valencia or Villarreal but we've had a bit of a history with them and, and with him as a manager and we've struggled to uh, get past him if you remember obviously from was it last last year but last season um, no, sorry, the season before that, um, when we lost the Europa League final, I think that was against his team, so he, he kind of knows this team a bit, obviously it's a bit different, that was when we had, I think, Ole, this is not even the Ralph era, this is the new Ten Hag era, um, but Villa, it, it's just, see, that's why football can be so interesting, is that this wasn't just an on-paper sort of ability game, of like, oh, look, they've got Tyrone Mings and we've got Ronaldo, we should win. Um, I felt like, unfortunately, with this game, the mentality, the energy, the the, the want was not there. Or not, not that it wasn't there, just Villa had a lot more of that. They were a lot more energetic. They were a lot more, they were a lot more up for it than what we were. Um, I don't really know why. Um, obviously, I'm not, you know, in the training. I'm not in the dressing room or anything, so... I don't really know what's happened from like the last couple of games to to this game. Um, And yeah, sure, you could kind of look at this game and think, oh, every every now and then you're going to lose a game like that. I mean, even City and Liverpool and, you know, teams like Arsenal can can end up doing this. um, Where they just, you know, they they lose uh, badly in a game. Um, And maybe it was just our day to have that happen. That doesn't mean that that's acceptable, that's an acceptable answer. Um, Villa were just more up for it, really, and um, collectively as a team, they were better than us. They wanted it more, um, but even from our side of things, we're still really, really, really struggling to create chances. Um, I'm going to get onto the subject of Ronaldo um, here in a, here shortly as well, because um, one thing I've been saying uh, over over all these sort of one nil wins that we've been having, which is like, okay, you don't have to win four nil. One nil is still a win. Is sort of we've 
defended really, really well. That fell apart today for for some reason. Um, again, not on individuals as on the whole team. Um, but we're still just the, the the other end of the pitch is still a massive issue. We're we're not creating enough chances. We're not being creative enough. I still don't think we're quite being quick enough as well. Um, and again, is that a case where Ted Arg's only been here a couple of months? We've not quite figured that out. And I don't mean to point the finger at Ronaldo, and this isn't a Ronaldo-specific issue, but it does involve him. It really would help if we had a quicker striker. It really would really help if we had a quicker striker. Um, Individually, I don't think Ronaldo was good enough today. Um, It's becoming a frustration. Um, And if it's becoming a frustration for us as the fans, you know, obviously Ronaldo's going to get more frustrated with himself. But... There's there's just so many times, not even just in this game, but this game included. We get to the final third, and we're passing it around the box too much. Or what we're doing is we're passing it around the box too much. Or doing... I, I don't know if it's correct, or not really correct, whatever, to say we're crossing the ball too much. But we are doing a lot of long passes. And it is a risk every time. Um, because we seem to either be doing... And again, this that element's not specific to individuals. That's a whole team thing. Um, we seem to either do our crosses or long passes too short to where the first, like first of Villa's men, head the ball out, or too long and it goes out of play. Um, there was a particular incident actually in the second, or not incident. There was a particular scenario in the second half actually. I think we were already three-one down, and. Um, what was it that happened? Um, Delo had the ball on the right hand side, and I think it, I think it was Ericsson, Ronaldo, Rashford. There was three or four players that some of our forward players were in the box, and we or not we Delo kind of he crossed the ball into the middle, but it went too far back, so it sort of missed everybody. Um, and it's like what 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 do we? Why we why are we not passing it to the correct places, you know? Um, like is Ronaldo in the right position? Is Rashford or Ganacho or whoever's forward at that moment? Because it could be Donny, it could be Ericsson, could be whoever. Is it a case where we're not positioning ourselves properly, or because it, it's an issue that we have to figure out? And I think it'll either happen one of two ways. Either we just wait out what we're doing until January. Obviously, we've got the, the, the World Cup, which is going to take up a good chunk of time. Just wait it out until January. Um, and then desperately need to buy. I I still think we need two strikers. Um, and I do think Ronaldo needs to go in January. Um, and it's not all on him. It's not It's not like, oh, this is a specific Ronaldo issue. But he, he is part of the issue. And just given everything that's gone on, him walking out the stadium and all, all that sort of stuff, um, sometimes it just makes sense to make a clean break. But I don't think it's going to be as simple as just let Ronaldo go, bring in his replacement. I think we need two players because we're very, we're very, very short. Which is annoying because about a year or so ago, when we had Cavani and whoever, we had like four strikers, <laughs> and we changed our formation to accommodate that. Um, but we've got to we got to figure out, and we couldn't figure out in this game apart from Luke Shaw's goal, which was a, which was a, an anomaly kind of goal. Um, 
are, are we passing the ball in the wrong or the right places or like is Ronaldo in the right position or other players and I'm putting out Ronaldo because he's the he's the target man right um obviously he's not the only one who can score goals but is he in the right position he did get a header in, in the box today he should he should be scoring that um but yeah I'll have to uh I have to work it out as we go, I suppose. But to, to flip it around, because the thing I've been saying recently is if we've been very defensively solid, but uh, haven't created chances defensively, just fell apart. I just it's almost like I don't know, one of them rough Sunday mornings. I know we started the game at two, but it's like like I don't know, did the players have like a rough morning? They didn't get out of bed properly, and um. No, that they they all they all looked really tired and lethargic and lack of energy. And although Villa looked like they had more energy, we could have matched them, but we we just didn't. And something as simple as that can really just change the game. It doesn't matter if you got you know Messi, Neymar, Ronaldo, whoever you've got on the pitch. If the players are not physically up for the game, and the other team is. You're going to be in trouble, and that was that was a really big factor of what happened today. I mean, does, does it mean that suddenly, like, okay, Casemiro is bad, Martinez is bad, Lindelof is bad, Shaw's bad, Delo's bad, all the players are bad? No, it doesn't mean doesn't mean that. Um, they just seem completely not up for it today, and I, I don't really know why. I think I hope Tenag has a has a word with them, because I think in total of this ninety minutes, there was maybe ten minutes where we were actually doing something. But again, even within that 10 minutes, we had a lot of possession. We weren't doing anything with it. And there's sometimes a debate within football that is a very interesting one, which is, okay, when you've got the ball and you're in that final third, you want to make you want to make those either that one killer pass or a couple of killer passes to, to make a chance to get a goal. There's a fine line between how much do we want to recycle and keep the ball and when do we actually want to execute that moment. Um, and we can't seem to find a balance with that because sometimes we are keeping the ball and not doing enough with it and it's it's wasting possession and time. But uh, I know I, I, I just don't think we're making the right passes sometimes or, or we're making the right build up passes. But it's just that it's just that last pass and it happens so many times today and it's really frustrating to watch. So, um, yeah, there, there, there's uh, uh, yeah, substitutions as well to talk about the goals to talk about as well. Um, but that, that's my that's my overall kind of thoughts, I suppose, on the game. Um, I was going to talk about the midfield. I, I'll talk about it now, actually, now that I've just brought it up. Um, so Casemiro, Donny, and Eriksen played the midfield. Those are the three that I've been, I wouldn't say crying out for. That's a bit dramatic. Uh, those are the players that I've been calling out to get a game. Um, obviously, they played in this game. They didn't look up for it. N- none of the three of them really did. Maybe Casemiro did, you know, did some good stuff. Uh, I thought Casemiro was the best of the th- of the three of them. Um, there's obviously going to be conversations about Donny again. Uh, conversations about Eriksen. Um, but at least, at least I, I, the type of football I wanted to see that midfield play, which is the high IQ football, we didn't we didn't really quite get it. We didn't really get it at all very much. Um, and it's only their first ever game playing together, so it could be a case of, I don't know. That there, there was again just just across the board, not even like including the midfield. There was a sense of rustiness and tiredness, and no, nobody was up for it, and everybody had like a late night. I, I I don't know what it was, but you you could tell that the team just wasn't quite up to it today, which isn't good enough. 
Um, but I don't know that that I'm not like that. That that's my preference for the midfield. Like, if you're going to say to me, "Hey, Matt, you know, three midfielders out of the out of all the midfielders in this club, if you can pick three, who is the out of quality, who are the best three? Those are the best three. Because if you look at Casemiro, um, Donny and Eriksson, is Fred better than them? No. Is McTominay better than them? No. Is Bruno better than them? Sometimes he can be good. Um, Iqbal's a new player. And we don't have anybody else. Really. Um, Garner's not with the team. Uh, who else do we have? No one, really. So, yeah, I, by, by default, I would I would choose those three. With, with rotating Bruno in and out of the team. The thing is... Just because that's my preference for the midfield, I know that they didn't do well today as a as a as a trio. Um, it doesn't mean because obviously different teams that you play against play different ways. Not not everyone, you know. Some teams press more, some teams sit back, some teams have different formations. It doesn't mean that those three midfielders um, are going to work against every team. Do they work against Villa? Not not in this game, um, but. Yeah, there, there there could be games where like Bruno's more more suited or Fred's tenacity is more suited or or whatever. Because that that midfield, one thing I did notice about it, which did disappoint me a bit, there wasn't much tenacity with that midfield. But then there wasn't much tenacity with the whole team today. Uh, whether you would have put out the wiggers or the defenders or whoever, um, yeah, there wasn't enough tenacity in in within the whole team anyway. So, um. But that those three are still my my preference. It doesn't mean that they're going to play well every game, and they didn't play well this game. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of the individuals, I'll, I'll talk about them a bit more in the player ratings. I think that's a better place uh, for me to do that. All right. Anyway, um, let's get into the summary for the game. Uh, first event here, obviously, very very early goal, very disappointingly early goal. Leon Bailey, he's a pretty good player. Not quite sure why he's at Aston Villa, but beat Man United today, so, um, yeah, midfield lost the ball, um, I think this goal is mainly on the centre-backs, now Martinez is the one that's actually chasing Leon Bailey, um, Lindelof loses his marker as well, um, so, yeah, it's it, it's on both of them, I mean, if Lindelof doesn't lose it, because this is a positional thing as well, like, Lindelof basically moves out of position at one point, Leon Bailey's able to make the run, and then uh, Martinez just can't catch him. And I'm sure the uh, you know British pundits, Graham Souness and all those lot will be uh, will be on to Martinez, won't they? Jamie Carragher and everybody else. Oh, he's he's too short and all this type of stuff. Um, still a fantastic player, still one of our best players of the season. Um, you just don't you don't expect him to make mistakes like this, but. Again, was he let down by Lindelof? Should he have done better individually? I think they both could have done better individually. So, but hey, is is that a paired um, communication issue? You know, where they're not in communication with each other well enough. If if so, why not? Because that could have been an issue as well. Um, so this isn't on one of them. It's 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 on both of them. Um, Delo could have possibly done a bit better, maybe as well. Um, but uh, it's it's a good finish. Maybe De Gea could have done slightly better. 
Um, but I, I think it's on them three. I think it's maybe on De Gea could have possibly made a better save or made a save. Uh, but I think this is on um, the two centre backs. So uh, there we go with that. Uh, and then Digne, um well, he scored a free kick. So um, there was a bit of a discussion as to like, was the ball too far back and that sort of stuff? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he's good at free kicks. Sometimes when you come across like, because like Ward Prowse, I think for Southampton he plays for, you get the you get these free kicks against these teams like you know Villa and or like Everton or all these teams, and they've got like one special player on the team who's like really really good at free kicks. Um, but it's it, it this is see the thing is with set piece goals like with corners or with um free kicks there's not there's not always things you can really do about it i mean maybe De Gea could have done better it's it's, it's a really really good hit so but that was 2-0 um but by that point you know we, we we started the game really slow really lethargically um and uh you know they 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 shocked us with the early goal um again because the, the, right from the first whistle to the last whistle they were just more up for it um and then they've they've you know shocked us with the early goal give away a free kick um, and then they, they put it away, so just, just, just like, that's what can happen in football, though, you know, 10 minutes in, you're 2-0 down because of some mistakes, um, then an own goal, it's written down here as an own goal, um, ball was played across the shore, actually, no, it was played across the Van der Beek, they then lost the ball, the, uh, Villa then lost the ball, um, and then it just, it just fell to shore, and he just hit it, really, and it hit, uh, Ramsdale, um, and deflected goal, but, thing is when you're two nil down one of the reasons this goal is a is, is good thing is um when you're two nil down sometimes and you're a bit out of the game sometimes you need a little bit of luck like this because um, there's, there's so many different elements within football that decide who wins and who loses it's not all just about ability it's about luck mentality who's more up for it you know all, all that sort of stuff the fighting spirit and ability as well of course that's very important but the thing is with the ability conversation you'd look at Aston Villa's team on paper and look at ours, and you'd say, okay, Man United are going to easily win this game, but it's not as simple as that, um, but yeah, we, we, we needed a little something, it was good to get that before half-time, uh, so it's a sure goal, but counted as a known goal for Ramsey, uh, so that was half-time, and then, um, what was this goal, yeah, it was the cutback sort of goal, uh, this is really, really poor defending, um, I don't even have individuals to point out, because I think it was just, this was just a collective kind of thing, um, but as as I said about these types of goals before, cross gets put into the box. It's not cross isn't blocked. The ball's not cleared. The shot isn't blocked or saved. There's multiple different opportunities um, where you can stop these types of goals. And I remember on the on, on the Ralph, a lot of the goals, uh, and sometimes sometimes on the Ollie as well, um, a lot of the goals we would concede would be from crosses because we weren't stopping the cross, we weren't clearing the ball. And we weren't like blocking the, the the header or the shot, whatever it was. Uh, so it's disappointing to, to concede one of these types of goals again. Um, but again, you know, I, I I assume whether you win, draw, or lose, I assume the team watches each game back and like, hey, you should have done this here or whatever, or like pause it at different moments. And I hope with the, with, with a goal like this, or with with all the goals. Um, with the with the first one and the third one, Tenag would look and be like, "Okay, pause it when the player's about to cross. Why didn't you block it, etc., etc. Why were you standing here? What were you thinking?" And you know, 
Um, when the ball's crossed in, why is it not cleared? Whoever's in charge of clearing it or nearest to it, why didn't you clear it? And then I suppose the third element as well, when the ball gets played back to Ramsey here, um, it's kind of, you know, what? Why? Why is no one on him? Why is no one mark? No, I don't think anybody was marking him. Um, why is nobody marking him? Why is nobody standing in front of him? Why is why is nobody like watching him? Um, why is nobody blocked the shot? You know, I hope that you you pause whatever video in in those moments and kind of uh, analyze that. So, very very disappointing goal to to concede. Uh, certainly. Um, then we move on to the substitutions. Martial, Malicia and uh, Alanga on. Donny off, Shaw off and Ganacha off. Okay. Um, Van der Beek, should he have been subbed off? Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, I think Eriksen possibly should have. Maybe. Um, it, it was kind of frustrating. Like, for me personally with those midfield three, I'll go back to those midfield three. And I noticed, like, okay, this is this is maybe this isn't the game that suits those three, but I, I was excited to see them start. Um, and there's there's the discussion about like, because Fr- I think Fred, yeah, Fred and McTominay were both on the bench, <laughs> and they're not good at like being, you know, the, you you've got like two different types of players, right? You've got your Donny Van der Beeks and you've got your Eriksons. Those are your more creative players, and you've got your harder working tenacious-ish sort of players a bit less so with McTominay like Fred and McTominay who might do that but might not the, the issue you had in this game I th- I think if, if you break it down in the midfield sense is okay you had Casemiro who was doing the defensive work he, he did he did well kind of on his own with the defensive work you got your more creative player that you got your more creative two with Ericsson and with Donny should you have taken one of them out and put Fred or McTominay in? And looking back on this game, I do think that Fred or McTominay could have worked. Just to get that tenacity in there. But my preference of the two of them is Fred to do that. The problem with both of those players is you have no idea what you're going to get with those two players. Um, ultimately, both of them need to be both of them need to be replaced with players who are more consistently better at doing the same thing, which is that defensive-minded, tenacious thing. Because Fred and McTominay aren't creative players; they're not your Donnies or Brunos or Ericsons. That those are those are your different players. Um, Garner could have been a, a decent option, but. Um, Again, I was happy to see the three of them. This just maybe wasn't the game for them. But then we didn't know how up for it Villa were going to be and all this kind of stuff. So, I don't know. Um, so, I don't blame him for... The, th- the thing is with this with with this Donny sub, Donny for Martial. I wanted Donny to be... Um, I wanted Martial to be brought on. I wanted Ronaldo to be taken off, though. Um, you've got a bit of a forward line hi- issue here as well. Because, okay, bring Martial on. I agree with that. Gonacho is having a good game. I disagree with taking him off. Alanga being brought on. Okay, that's good. Because uh, you just you just needed a bit of a boost in this game. Um, and I do think players like Alanga and Martial provide that. Because Ronaldo wasn't. You've got the awkward thing of like, okay, you've got Rashford out on the left. What do you do with him? Could you have then gone to like a 4-2-4? Um, 
But then in this game, if you in this game if you'd needed to go to a four-two-four, you couldn't have done that with Donny or Eriksson. You'd have had to have had Casemiro and Fred probably. But then again, you bring Fred on, you have no idea what you're going to get. You could get a ten out of ten or a zero out of ten. Because uh, then you could have gone with a four forward line, which would have been Gonacho. Um, so f- from left to right, Gonacho, Rashford, um, Martial, and then Alanga on the right. Alanga's a bit better on the left, but he can sort of suit that right hand side. Um, that's maybe how you could have done that. That would have required completely different subs. But um, anyway, that's that's kind of my thoughts on that. So. Um, I don't know if this was the game for the likes of Donny and Eriksson. Because I think you needed that more hard-working thing as opposed to the more creative thing. But you, there's, there's, there's a there's a balance there that just wasn't quite struck. Um, so, yeah. Because um, where, where players like Bruno and Eriksson and Donny would be more effective is that final third play where like they're picking out the right passes. But you needed the harder-working players in this game. And those two don't really suit that. So, um, Manasi on for sure. Um, I thought that was interesting. I would have maybe, I would have maybe taken off the low possibly and done the wing back thing. Not the wing back thing. Sorry, uh, put Manasi at right back. Um, I don't know if that would have worked. We've got a right back issue. Obviously, Delo's playing like every single game, so he probably is a little bit tired at this point. I thought Shaw was having a, a very good game, so I, I disagree with taking him off. Uh, Ganacho, I disagree with taking him off as well. Um, so, uh, but Alanga being brought on, th- th- these three players being brought on, I think needed to be brought on, but for different players. So, uh, yeah, there's there's my uh, somewhat analysis of those subs, and that's it pretty much for the summary. Uh, then they made some subs as well, but that is what it is. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll do the player ratings. I do have a man of the match in mind, but they're not going to get a ten because I don't think anybody really gets a ten today, do they? So, uh, see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk e-t-a-l-k-u-k you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves, even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very, very first class, very professional, so no questions about Manscaped's quality. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. 
Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, let's move on to player ratings for this episode. Uh, my man of the match with an 8. So I can't give anybody... Well, I can give other players an 8, but I can't give anybody else higher than an 8, which I don't think anybody really deserves that, is Ganacho. Um I thought, again, he really was one of the one of the brightest sparks in this otherwise very dark performance. Um, again, I think he, he looks like he's, he's really up for it. He looks like he, he really wants to try hard and everything. Um couple of opportunities where he could have made obviously some better decisions but I think he's I think he, he's he's putting his name on the team sheet for Tenag and it's 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 a nice surprise to see him start two games in a row as well um but we'll see how that develops but we just have so many players for that left hand side um so yeah but no I thought I thought he was really really good again today I thought he was one of the brightest sparks so that's good De Gea um he did let in three goals. One of them was a free kick. Sometimes you can't do any much about free kicks. I think I'll give him a five. Um, some of his actually, I'll give him a four. Some of his distribution today was quite poor. As well, this was one of his worst games, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give him a four. Uh, the low, um, kind of good going forward. A few of his crosses were really misplaced, and there was that one pass like. N- near to the end of the game, that could have been a lot better. I think I'd give him a five as well. Uh, going forward, he was he was all right, but defensively, I thought it was quite poor today. Uh, so I'll give him a five. Lindelof, I'm going to give him a five as well. Um, yeah, just again that miscommunication with Martinez. Um, I think I'll give Martinez the same score. Um, yeah, uh, just you know, w- w- when you make a combined mistake like that for a goal, that's, that's something very very basic. So. Um, I thought they were both quite, but I did think Martinez was a bit better than Lindelof um, in certain situations. Uh, but yeah, just just that miscommunication for the goal, and then like where, where were both of you for the third goal? I mean, obviously the second goal was different; it's a free kick. But where where were both of you for the third goal? Um, they're just I don't know. This whole team, like whether it was defense, midfield, attack, seemed to have a really big communication issue today. So, both get a five. Uh, sure, I would give a. Um, an eight. Um, I don't know if there's something maybe building between him and Ganacho, but uh, they they seem to do, they seem to overlap a bit as well. Although may, maybe Shaw's just really good at doing that because he's good at doing that with Rashford as well. So I'm going to give Shaw an eight. 
I thought he was really good. Uh, Casemiro, I'm going to give an 8 as well. Um, I thought he was the best of the midfield three. I was going to say pair, but three is not a pair. Two is. I um, thought he was the, the best of the three. Um, I thought he had to really put himself out there for certain situations. Because um, I, I do think Donny and Eriksen weren't great defensively. Um, and Casemiro was, uh, was, was better in that department. Ericsson, I would give him um, a five as well. I think um, a few of his crosses were good, but not 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 quite enough of them defensively. I thought it was quite poor as well. Uh, Rashford, Rashford was just—I I don't remember anything Rashford did in this game. Um, he wasn't subbed either, was he? No, he wasn't. It was a uh, Ganacho, Shaw, and Donny. Um, I want to give Rashford like an NA, not available, <laughs> but I suppose I'll just give him an average six. He just. I don't know, like, I, th- I think we've got to stop moving him about as well. Like, is he a left winger? Is he a striker? I don't think he's a right winger. Um, I wonder if it was just a natural selection thing of he wanted to play Gonacho, Ronaldo's just the default choice, and then Rashford was the next available. Um, but uh, Rashford, I, d- I don't really have anything to say about Rashford. I thought he was okay, but I, I don't really rem- remember anything Rashford did. But I don't remember anything he did badly either, so... Um, bit of a bit of a difficult performance. Uh, Donny, um, I think I'd give him an average six. Um, I thought he was okay. Uh, th- th- he's got he's had moments where he's been really good, but um, you got to there's two different parts to to what's going on with Donny. Actually, there's, there's multiple things that go into Donny's performance. I do think Ollie kind of ruined him as a player. Just because of his treatment. I know that's going back a bit. But I think it's had a, a bit of a long term effect. I just wonder. With, with, with somebody. Because even. like I mentioned the three creative players. right? Donny, Ericsson and and uh, and Bruno. I think all three of them function in a completely different way. And I just don't know. Is it because Donny's not fitting into this team. Or the team's not fitting around Donny's type of play. Um, and it's it's getting a bit frustrating with this fan base. We're sort of like, oh, Donny's had two average games, and so I th- I think both of his games, this, this game and the last game, I think both of them were just average six type of games. I don't think it was particularly bad. Um, like we gave McTominay and Fred how many years? How many games? How much time? Um. We we have to give we have if we're gonna give McTominay and Fred like two three years to 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 try to prove themselves and ultimately fail, um we got to give Donny more time. I, I think it's just it's just fair to to do that. Um I do think he still needs a run of games. This is a bit of a run of games. He's had like two, um not two full ninety minute games. I want to point out as well when, when I when I say run of games, I do mean like full ninety minute games of like five in a row roughly um I, I do still think and this applies to the different midfielders in our team there's going to be games where Donny isn't effective because of the team we're playing against and games where he is effective because of the other types of teams and the same applies to Donny and to Ericsson as well and not really the same with Casemiro it's a, it's a different role but um yeah he'll I think we'll come good eventually um I just we also need we also need, we also, <laughs> we also need a better striker for him to pass to somebody who's a bit quicker. Because um, Donny, one of the things Donny's really really good at is that one-two touch football. 
Um, we also need to figure out like, okay, we are we going to play a four three three, four two three one, four five one? What what are we what are we doing? Because it depends where Donny is on the pitch as well. Um, I think where you're going to get the best out of him is that final third type of play, uh, and not sort of like him on the halfway line, you know. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'll give him a six. That's 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 my thoughts on Donny's performance. Ganacho, I've already talked about him. I thought he was great. And Ronaldo, um, did 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 Ronaldo do anything in this game? He had a chance. He had a header from like a few. Very very little space from the from the goal. Um, what what did what did Ronaldo do in this game? Because I want to give him a zero. I know that sounds very low, but what did he actually do in this game? Um, apart from miss a chance, I've, I no I I I don't know. So yeah, um, I'm trying to read as well his. His his body language in the last couple of games, or or in this game, um, I don't know. It's just it's it's just time to move on from Ronaldo, I think. Unfortunately, so um, that's what we're gonna go with. Um, right, let's move on to the substitutes. Just to tell you who was on the bench: uh, Debravka, because of course, Alanga, Fred, Maguire, Malasia, Martial, McTominay, Palestri, and Shoratire. Um Alanga didn't. Do anything that I noticed. Uh, Martial was alright, and Malasia I thought was alright as well. That's my thoughts on the subs. Uh, missing players at the moment. Anthony with an injury doesn't say what injury, just says injury. The reason Bruno didn't play is too many yellow cards. Sancho with an illness. Twenzobi still lacking match fitness apparently. Varane with a muscle injury. We know that's going to be a while because he's missing the World Cup, isn't he? So, um, and Brandon Williams with. An injury as well. They only had one missing player. Somebody called Diego Carlos. Um, interesting to see Ashley Young as well today. So, alright, that's my thoughts on the game. Uh, very, very disappointing overall. Um, things to to improve upon. I, I just, I, I think our number one thing to try to do in training should be we, we've got to find more ways to score more goals. Um, wh- whether it's with or without Ronaldo, you know, Martial's back. Um, I still personally think, I mean, my preferred front three at the moment would involve Martial, Rashford and Gonetcho, but I don't know who plays on the right out of those three. Gonetcho probably stays on the left. Martial on the right, would that work? I don't think that would really work. Um, I don't know. Um, we Our next game is the same team. Aston Villa, <laughs> so there's no getting away from them because we've got two more basically for the rest of the year, which is uh, Aston Villa on Thursday and then Fulham on Sunday, and then we've got a game at the end of the year in December. Um, I don't know that th- those are the three that I would prefer, but I don't know who goes on the right in that because Mar- Martial or Rashford could go through the middle, but I don't know which one of them goes on the right. I don't think you switch Gonacho to the right either. Um, I don't know. So we'll see. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever on the game. Uh, Matthew and Entertainment Talk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, there's contact page and information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, games, films, main night podcast, take a look out for those. 
Um, tell other people about what we're doing, where they can find it, either by word of mouth or social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news, David runs that over on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio on Tuesdays as well. So look out for your renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, some interesting stuff going on over there. But geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio Tuesdays. Twitch, you can find Bex over there over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. For retro chat and game streams for different things over there. Me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK, um, streaming different games. I did stream on YouTube the other day. Just just follow me on Twitch and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll get all the video game stuff over there. So whether it's more Gotham Knights or game clips or FIFA streams, uh, which I'll return with soon to finish off the season. Um, but yeah, Twitch, eTalk UK, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. All of it ends up on YouTube anyway because it will all be ar- archived over there. So whether it's FIFA, Gotham Knights, or the game clips, or whatever. Um, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays, and Twitch, eTalk UK. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you for our next podcast or Thursday. Cheers, and I'll see you then for Villa again. Wait, is that um, is that home or away? Let me just very quickly check that. Thursday the tenth is at home. Don't know if that'll make any difference, but. Um, there we go. Anyway, cheers for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.